Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. My name is Olga Koch. And my name is Charlie Dinkin. And this is Family Jewels. How exciting. Today we're joined by the godmother of Family Jewels. With the chunkiest pearls I could find on your table. And yeah. I honestly feel That's a lopsi- weapon. I feel lopsided. Yeah, we could find you another one, but they suit you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thrilled to be here. Hello, I'm Catherine Bohart. It's Catherine Bohart. It's Catherine Bohart! <laughs> How have you been, pleasure. Catherine Bohart? Oh my gosh, I'm manic, as you know, because Charlie's directing me a little bit for my live show, as is like everyone I meet basically on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of a roster of, I want to say five people. (laughs) Because everyone I meet, I'm like, do you have thought? Could you help me? Do you want to save me? Um, And, um, and so I just keep sending you manic voice notes. You do. You're going like, on tour. That's very exciting. When does your tour start? I am going on tour. It starts on the 3rd of March in Soho Theatre. It's called Again with Feelings. And um, I have them. I certainly have feelings. Do Unlike have other podcasts that ask you to plug at the end, we start with the <laughs> It's 45 minutes of plugging. <laughs> and then we'll ask you four questions. <laughs> I opened with mania. So you had to be like, what's going on for you? Um, no, I am grand. I am. Um, I've just moved into a new um house share which I love at 35 and uh, who wouldn't want that okay can um, I say every time she talks about this house share she does it in this like <laughs> performatively excruciated way I went round to visit this house share. is it amazing four women are living in the most okay. beautiful house you've it's ever seen house, to be fair. oh shut up it's paradise. That's, Charlie and I have been manifesting that for Please. ourselves. It's so funny because Charlie walked in and she walked into my, to be fair, very high ceilinged, beautiful office oh, with built in. Um, you have book, an office? Book yeah, are you kidding me? She has an office? And wait for it. Fuck off. Ellen Paints in there. And Charlie walked in and went, what in the woman on fire is this? And I was like, fair. <laughs> I would move in in a Absolutely. second. They have Girl like, a, like a, a basement living room that's like Mad Men. It's all like mid-century. Yeah, it's very unreal. Um, well, Ellen Bobby Burke did before I moved in because I was being so like, I can't do this, that she was like, give me one month. And she took one month and she communed with the walls and it is beautiful now. Oh my God. But I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to generalize about genders, but was there one man living there before? There were two. Oh, Two men and the turnaround from when I briefly saw it. Oh, no it offense to those men. It wasn't even disgusting. But the difference is It's gone from profound. Like, like yeah, like like sort of yeah, just, just Rooms it, have purpose. Yeah, every room has a theme, every like a like a colour like a, not a theme, like a feeling. Do you know what I mean? Jesus she's Christ. she's pretty good. She's really good. Jesus. You gotta go look at it. It's you are you're living horrible. on a different plane of existence. Uh unrelated but related. What is the grossest thing you've ever seen at a man's house? Oh, oh God! I remember God. I went to a student house once, um, and in my you know my phase, my era of dating students. Yeah, and uh, about they March they lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe again, <laughs> TBD. You uh, said your phase. I was like, is it? So it's over. So we're saying that's yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. We're saying we're done. Okay, with we can that. let that go. <laughs> you and has a masterclass description. <laughs> but basically, the the uh, you know the cardboard rolls inside the toilet paper. They saved them and they created a little castle out no. of them in the bathroom. No, no. 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 Yeah. No. Yeah. no. Although that does remind me, I have been to a student house where they were trying to touch the ceiling with Domino's boxes. Oh, 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 that's vile. No. Oh, that's vile. No. Not acceptable. No, Not vile. acceptable. But I will say singularly still, I think like the, the constancy with which I would show up at men's houses to their 
single bed with a- sans sheets. Oh, the sans sheets. Without the sans sheets. Sheet. I'm not, <gasps> I'm not getting sheet. on your skin bed. Is such a pleasure. A clean sheet. Am I crazy? That's a universal pleasure. That's not like some niche king. It's I'm an outright into. good. You know yeah, what I mean? I they could have that easily. I, I don't think they're choosing not to have it. I think they think it's a nice thing, but they don't know how to get there. Like, I think that they're oh, like, well, they're like, like, where's mommy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, sometimes I just come to a bed and it appears, and I don't know. It's nice when it's Uh-oh, there, but I don't know. Oh, mommy how- didn't make my university bed. <laughs> that is what it is. Mommy. Well, oh, you met him too. Okay. You yeah, no, Olga nice once guy. came <laughs> and uh, visited an ex boyfriend of mine who I'll give no uh, oh, distinguishing yeah. features for. Look, one of the nicest men who's ever lived uh, was uh, growing a lot of, had a lot of snails in, um, yeah. in like various different. Yeah. Snail containers. What? T- tanks. Yeah. No, stop it. And then also I No, what are you what are you talking I about? Know. I know. Like farming snails. <laughs> like farming snails. It's a hobby. We did not get into uh, it. He also I at some point I was like, oh, there's like vaguely decor here and I looked up and it was just like empty cookie boxes. Yeah, you like the boxes. He thought were beautiful and he thought the graphic design was and nice. I do appreciate that he <laughs> found the beauty in the everyday. <laughs> <laughs> but it did it's hard to be told you're good looking by a man who collects cookie boxes for their aesthetic pleasure. <laughs> the font, yeah, they really nailed it with the font. You don't understand. I, I, and I don't understand. Let well, me say that. me neither. I me never neither. will. Uh-huh. Whoa. That's okay. That's intense. I, um, I will say, I know this is a podcast about my family, so I'm just going to say from the outset that my granddad is like the, was like the, when it comes to sheets, the complete opposite. Um, not particularly formal or posh sheets, but what he would do is make up beds specifically for our arrival. And I did just hear a man sneeze in another room, which honestly made me think of my grandfather more. Um, oh, Grandpa, are you here? Thin <laughs> walls and loud, loud bodily functions. Hello. Um, it's the men for my family. But um, he used to make my, he was widowed like really early on in his life. And he used to make such a big deal when we would come to visit. It. and his sheet situation was like they, he, he obviously had help. you know people who kept sheets for yeah. because stuff used to be better quality yes. but also because he was like well I have these sheets and they yeah. will do me forever but they you would get in there would be an electric blanket in every bed. Oh, yes. Okay, so, yes. Any season, we're putting on the electric yes. blanket and that's happening. Then there would be Good. the thickest wool sheet you've ever felt in your sheet? life. A wool sheet? Pulled kind of taut that I don't know how this one man did, except that he was like, had strong upper body muscle. The man was like a creamery, like a dairy farmer. So they were like borderline. I was like, how they didn't rip? It was so like taut. Like trampoline vibes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly right. Exactly right. And um, pushed into the side of the wall that you'd like never get it out and then he wouldn't really do duvet so he would do another wool sheet and then blanket upon blanket upon blanket upon blanket upon blanket and the stacks of blankets all of which now you'd probably pay for like 150 pounds for in some bougie shop would each of them have a sewn in initial of a previous yes and who died there do you know what I mean yes and you'd be like somebody these have lived these have been lifetimes of blankets they've seen multiple people so when you die the sheet will be Engraved? No, well, sorry, no, the blanket. The blanket. What is it called? No, no. Engraved, I guess sorry. your blanket is kept like with its little stitching. It um, had your name on it in life, and it continues yeah. to have your name on it. In yeah, death. yeah, yeah. So it sort of be like you'd sleep under your ancestors. Okay, I. And they, oh, should, they should really sleep under you, I think. Um, but yeah. Oh my god, six feet under. Mm. Mm-hmm. And there were just adorable. so many of them. I would because I used to share um, a very high double bed with my sister in his house. Um, crazy to put two young girls in a bed with um, electrics and that many blankets that it's hard to get out of. It's like you're, and there was only one toilet downstairs. Like it was like huge, high risk. You know what I'm saying? Um, but my brother, who was the favorite on account of being a boy, got his own single bed in the same room. But we were all like wrapped in like these little burritos, and um, when you would get too warm, first of all, I remember now that I'm I've never talked about this before, the weight of it trying to get out of the bed because like we were it was really good for like trapping kids, but you'd have to like really hoist the blanket off yourself, Aww. the layers of blankets. You were like swaddled like a baby. Yeah, one thousand percent, like a little like it felt like phyllo pastry. Was the house <laughs> cold? What sort of house was it? It was cold, but it was well a very narrow. Um, tall it was a council house so yeah. um, like they were all um, terraced and it was cold but also it was either cold or incredibly hot because he only had like a main fire yeah. so you walked into the living room and it was boiling and then we used to watch my granddad never changed the man liked things as he liked them so 
for as long as he lived, we always watched television on his wooden black and white TV. Aww. That's classy. That's it chic. It is classy and chic. Actually. Everything you're mentioning right now would go for so much money. That's what I keep thinking is that now that I live in Hackney, I'm like, this fucking... I should have <laughs> yeah. kept this shit. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Jeremiah knew what was up. A very Jeremiah. tall double bed. Jeremiah. A very tall double bed. So is are you um, Irish through and through? Everyone all the way back. No one's done any testing, but in that way where it's like, why would we waste the money? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look like, at look, our hair. Look at me. Like, yeah. sometimes people ask me where I'm from, and I'm like, oh, are you? Like, I truly am. Like, are you short of size? Like, what's happening? Like, well, they don't. They don't want to be offensive. They don't want to be like, oh, you're. I. Do you like, know what I mean? I mean, I d- like. Yeah, but they can't I'm, just say it straight out loud. Yeah. Or it sounds like it's. Stereotyping. What? When I wear green, I feel like I should be sponsored as a post. Like I'm <laughs> well, like. That being said, Ewan's redheaded and has freckles, and he's Scottish. Yeah, there you go. But he sounds so Scottish. He like, does. listen to me. I'm like, how could you? Where do you think I'm from? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. He, um, I am. I think. I reckon Irish all the way through and through, as far as I know. Do you know where in Ireland? All around. Granddad's from Kerry. Um, well, on my dad's side, my granddad's from Kerry. I think my grandmother was from Cork. Um, so very much monster vibes. And uh, my mom's family, her dad was from Dublin and her mom was from Cavan. Um, oh. And so, yeah. This is the most Irish anyone could possibly be. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty You've covered Irish. covered the spread. Very much so. We're like Midlands, East, South. We don't have any West of Ireland or Northern Ireland. But yeah. Yeah, fuck those guys. Who needs them? So... Tell us about your family, siblings, parents. Okay, I got two siblings. I'm the eldest of three. My brother and sister are what you might refer to as Irish cousins, a very short period of between their ages. Um, I think they're like 13 months apart or something. Oh, man. Um, my mom. mother swears, swears that the reason she got pregnant so fast after my brother was born was that my granddad um, uh, her, so my dad's dad and my mom's mom came to stay at the same time obviously my sister had just been born and they were but she was like I swear to god they were clacking those beads by which I mean she's like she thinks they were doing the rosary and I was like sure and it sounds like you were fucking <laughs> which really is insane <laughs> it's such a tiny house with both of your parents and two young kids to be like now's the freaking time good for them I know but I was like dudes come on that's I know that's so funny so no. my parents are still hot for each other it was very cute and to this day oh my god yeah oh that's so they're cute they're obsessed with each other they're okay, like, how does it manifest tell me everything also how do they meet tell me everything they met, I think they met in, my mom was dating another guy, but I think they met working at a youth. <laughs> Olga's favorite meet cute. Yeah. <laughs> someone's I, getting, uh, someone's getting kicked someone's out. Someone's getting ditched. <laughs> um, and then I think, well, actually it's kind of a sad story, but also a nice story. They were both working at like a youth um, center. Like Is they, it the 80s? 70s? Yeah, it's definitely the 80s. 80s it's the okay. 80s. Um, it's like 82 when they meet. And my dad, my mom's dad dies. And, um, the guy she's seeing isn't great about it, but my dad, a country bumpkin, <gasps> is there for every of the of the my lady. Religi- all of the religious occasions. <laughs> my lady, he's there. He sits next to her at the funeral. He shows oh, up for every event. Stop it! All she has four sisters. Isn't this what uh, Will Ferrell did at the end of Wedding Crashers? That's Do you remember? so funny. Remember, because he's like at a funeral picking up chicks. Oh, and Do you remember? Like, <laughs> no, I really That's lo- left dad. the plot of Wedding Crashers behind me. It's not even the first time this no, has come up. <laughs> Because wedding crashes, they crash wedding to hook up with chicks. Yeah, and, and then, then he crashed the funeral. And then, like, one of them goes too it's far. It's a pivot. Too far, he's like, fuck weddings, we're picking up at funerals now. And it's like, oh, no, we've gone too far. And that's, like, when they decide to stop and not do it anymore. When did that's the other guy... They've been friends, by the way. They were friends, and he just, like, Oh, he didn't just, up. like, see her on the street. He was at the funeral. No, 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 no. They've been friends, and he was like, I'm obviously gonna... But also, he comes from a very traditional, like, country, religious background. Yeah. And so, like, that's what you do. There's, yeah, good in an emergency. Oh, that's yeah, so that's sweet. just what you do. And so they um. Yeah, then they ended up getting together. But my dad was um, at seminary when they met. Um, so he was trained to become a priest. Catholic? Catholic. So he couldn't So get... no marriage. And yeah. then he it, he fell for my mom and was like, yeah, I think like date like four or something. was like, so I'm thinking of leaving the church for you. And she was like, whoa. But also, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then... Is there a bigger gesture a man could ever do? He got cut out of a will by an aunt. My, my mom kept the letter. It's so cool. That refers to her as the devil. <gasps> oh! I know. And the thing to <laughs> say... Fuck, that's hot. I know. And the thing to say is that, like, if you were from a small town in Ireland and one of the men in your family was becoming a priest, it was, like, a huge fucking deal. Yeah. It was, like, he was doing you... Like, he. they were so proud of him. It was such a big deal. Except his dad, who was, like... Do you not think it's a bit weird not to have sex or a wife? <laughs> so wait, up until, and I don't know if you know this or yeah. if you want to talk about this, but That's up right. until he met your mom, was he a virgin? I couldn't possibly say. <laughs> Straight in. But Olga, you do the math. <laughs> How old were they when they met? Um, Gosh, I think they must have been 21 and 22. Oh, young. Like young, young, yeah. Do you know at what point the other guy fell out of the picture? I think about... I think fairly early on. I Were think they on either side of her at the funeral, or no, <laughs> the guy was not at the funeral? And like, oh, like the third Bridget Jones, where it's like, which one is she? Gonna, whose hand is she gonna? I take think when she it's gets a first? bit like that, maybe. But I think he was maybe a few rows back. I'm sure he was there. Okay, but he just wasn't putting in the effort. Mm-mm. He wasn't sidling up the front like the young priest. <laughs> I don't think he was like, "What up? Do you want to get married? I'm thinking of leaving the church for you." <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he probably like conceived of himself as a man who might get laid otherwise. So um... it's such a move. It's a power move. It was a big deal, and so, um, God, but they're very romantic. They're very sweet, sweet with each other. Um, my dad used to run marathons, and so he would train for like long runs on the weekends, and he would leave my mom poems, um, so she'd wake up to something. Oh. Um, I know, sweet guy, sweet man. Um, but yeah, they're very much in love, and they they fundamentally think each other are the best person they know. That's what I think how it manifests is like when the other one's out of the room, it's like, okay, we get it, you like them. Like they're like. And another good thing. About <laughs> and another, you're like Jesus, because you moan one time. Do they? You're. Do, are your siblings out of the house now? No, my sister now lives with my parents. She had lived in London for a while and lived in Dublin City, but is as you have to do often move in with your family to yep, save to, to buy a house. And Not my, all of us can live in lesbian paradise. Listen, we can't all live in girl heaven, but um, <laughs> oh my god, we really are like some sort of test case for what the world would be like if there's no yeah. dick. Every, every inch was clean. Every inch was clean. Well, I mean, I live there, so that was True. always going to be true. <laughs> that was always going to be... No, it, I, I'm not, I'm not, if it's yeah. not clean, I'm not sleeping. But it is But uh, um, amazing. But yeah, I think... Um, so your sister's at home, your brother's out, but do, but do you think... How are, how has your parents' lives evolved? Like, they're kind of empty nesters. They're like in the in the next phase. They're there's still, clearly not enough I people in the house for them to fuck. I promise you... What, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I promise you my parents will never have an empty nest. Like... First of all, my, my my parents, you know how some parents are like, we just wish they did. Uh, my parents fucking love having my sister there. Like, I tried to invite my sister and her girlfriend out for dinner recently. And my dad was like, but sure, I'll be home. And I was like, oh, do you want to come? And he was like, no, sure, just all come to the house. Like, they want to entertain exclusively from their living room every day of the week. They oh. want everyone there all the time. Um, so we were. And it was nice. And my dad invited my friend. Like, I was like, oh, okay, everyone's Aww. here. It's so nice. But they, lo- they have a real, like, um, community center vibe to their home. Like, people oh, come that. there if they have issues. People come there if they have problems. It's really nice. Um, but I don't think there's ever a time it will be empty. Ever. Yeah. God, I love that they so just, much. They just find waifs and strays. I do love that. My pa- my parents over Christmas, did I tell you, like over Christmas and New Year's, they had like a bunch of 20-year-olds there. Most of them, children of their friends in Russia who are avoiding the war and oh, yeah. try not, oh, not to get conscripted. But then like my mom has an army of like, 25 year old boys just doing all the chores for her that's I was like, amazing I'm, I'm so sorry they I'm did leaving. get conscripted after all yeah. just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's indentured slavery <laughs> but I was like oh I'm so sorry I can't be here for New Year's and then I saw how she's just like bossing them around I was like I don't think she needs me yeah. no I don't think so either are they all living with them yeah how many four Stop <laughs> it! Amazing. How is your brother maintaining hierarchical he, superiority? Well, he he he's at uni now, so he okay. only comes back for for weekends. So I guess like he's ne- never having to do the labor bit of it. Wow, your mom has really gone out of a way to replace her one teenage son with four teenage. I sons. respect the hell out of that. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Is your dad yeah. vibing with them? Oh well, he's he's always like, let me tell you. He's like <laughs> yeah. g- g- giving them life advice. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you, it's such a dad vibe. I, yeah, I will say that when, like, when I say that my parents like it to be full, I mean, like, I think they loved being parents and they yeah. have loads of love to give. But also, like, for example, I talk about this in my new show, but, like, 
my dad doesn't get to parent that much anymore. My mom does. My dad doesn't necessarily. I mean, he always has had this habit of collecting older women. Mm-hmm. So he's always got like old ladies he goes to see for lunch. Um, okay. Always has, always will. The man loves a boiled ham and cabbage for lunch and that's what he gets <laughs> wherever he goes. <laughs> but that's not the point of this. The point of this is that I haven't given him a huge amount of opportunity to parent in a long time and recently I crashed into a parked car and we don't know whose fault it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> except, I guess, legally. And um, and came out of nowhere. But the thing is, uh, I called my dad because I was 35 and yeah. mature and was crying so I called my dad. And... He was honestly thrilled. <gasps> it was spooky. He was ecstatic. He just loved to do some dabbing. Oh my God. He was like, I thought you might call. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And that is giving back. Oh, yeah, no. it is. It That's is. being a good child. So yeah, my family are... Um, and also you get to feel like almost noble for being a brat. <laughs> Oh my god, 100%. Yeah, yeah, for being like, thanks, Eddie. <laughs> You've got to give them what they want. I cried a little bit at Christmas. If I don't cry one time while I'm home over something kind of minor, but they really want me to cry about something, and then if I cry, they all are like, no, it's you're doing really well. Or <laughs> if you're doing too well, they feel cheated. Yeah. I completely agree. But my heart was not in the tears this time. Even as I was doing it, I was like, I don't even I really know why I'm crying. Bit. I just feel like this is the crying bit. This is like, a charity well cry. <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> Uh, you gotta give him some some room to pay. Around. My mom fully yeah. skied into me this time. So, oh my god, oh my oh god how was your shoulder? Yeah. Wait, so let's hurts, review. But... You fractured or broke your shoulder? Uh, broke. I mean, it's like it's a little like a little chip off of it, like a little hat. Sorry, do the listeners know that you're not joking? Your mom was skied into skied, you. Skied into me, yeah. No, no, we're saying it now. If, if there was any uh, doubt about my socioeconomic status, <laughs> I, I no longer Day think one, that. you're on the slopes. Day on one. Slopes. Day one. Day one on the slopes. This will tell you everything you need to know about my family. I know you're the guest and I'm so sorry, but... No, please. 30 second I've pause. talked uh, endlessly. That, that's what you're here for. <laughs> Thank you. Why do you think you're here, Catherine? And so... Um, I stopped on the middle of the slope because basically whoever's fastest has to like decide. You stop every now and then so you can reconvene and then keep okay. going, right? And so I was the one to stop and my mom decided to stop right next to me, but she over uh, undershot it, uh, undershot it, and then essentially stopped on me as opposed to oh next no. to me. Uh, no, it was perfect because I didn't have to help at Christmas and it was her fault, so she just did everything I wanted her to. Um, could <laughs> did not she recommend feel enough. bad? Yeah, she felt bad, but I was like, oh my God, no, it's fine. Which again, so much power. Uh, yeah, nice. To tell her it's fine. Yes. But, uh, but can the boys bring me upstairs on their back? <laughs> <laughs> Won't the boys move me to a comfier chair? <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was halfway through the day, so ultimately the victim was my father who didn't get a full day of skiing even though he paid for it. Oh, fucking hell. I could just, I could, we all know exactly that mood. Did he hold it in or did he let you know? Oh, he let me know because when we arrived at the, uh, the hospital, my mom was holding my hand through the, all the x-rays and things and he went to the hospital cafeteria and managed to have a three-course meal. <laughs> I don't didn't even know they served enough food for three courses. Dads are un-fucking-believable. <laughs> that is oh, so funny. I paid for a whole day of skiing, Olga. Oh, no. Tell your wife, dude. She's the one plowing into innocent victims. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. No, it's fine. I haven't got any wacky dad news. My dad got a hole in one. He played golf and he got a hole in one. That's amazing. That was exciting That's for him. Huge. Not even at like crazy golf? Like, <laughs> no, like real golf. Well, I didn't know you could do that at yeah. real golf. Yeah. Is anyway, like that's it? his news. Is he like on the wall of the golf club the way that like if you finish a food challenge? Yeah, I think in his <laughs> golf club actually you do have to buy a plaque. You pay for it though. And he was like, I don't really want to pay any more money for this. You should get that for his, birth- for his birthday though. Yeah. That's, that's, really good idea. that's a really, really good idea. Okay, that's Cut a good this idea. out, but that's a yeah. really easy gift. He was yeah, um, really for dad's hole in one. Get, get one for at home and then for Christmas. Yeah, that's get one for everywhere. Everywhere he goes, there's like hole in one desk shit. There's like hole in one stuff on the wall. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah. good for him. Get a it's tattoo like, of that. <laughs> that must feel like a great achievement. I think, yeah, it's like a very like clear, linear, you know, in a world where we all struggle with like plateauing on our achievements, never feeling like anything's enough. If you hit that little ball into that little hole, maybe you do feel like a god oh, king. I'd feel euphoric, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, that sounds I'm gorgeous. never going to work towards it, though. I don't want to play golf. No, I'd, I'd, okay. I'd only be thrilled by it if I played golf one time and it happened first go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I was like... Yeah, yeah, and then wow. you, and then you'd be like, "Well, I a golf prodigy. I better call it that." It's why I don't like basketball because I once went to a basketball court, turned around the wrong way, tried to do the <gasps> overhead back shot, obviously didn't get it, and I was like, "Okay, this is my sport." <laughs> <laughs> Extreme natural immediately. I love that. Though. I don't do things I'm not good at. What do you? What, what would you describe that. as your major shared interest with your mom and your dad? A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable: postage costs go up. 
Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. What's the meeting you? point? Yeah, what's the... Ex- what's it's the... not me. Oh, I should say it's not me. My family don't... Um... No more updates. They don't want them. It's not that. It's like, insofar as what I have going on is... Uh, what I have going on, I would say, is a, you know, like a cool comedy career. And they are, um, you know, they worry about me not owning property. They worry about me not hitting linear goals that, like, you know, make sense to them and scream uh, security, uh, which is totally understandable. But we don't, like, I don't know that they necessarily, like, they wouldn't watch what I do on TV or anything. Um, really? They, yeah, I think cause a lot of my stand-ups probably talking about them. I think they find it a bit cringe. Yeah, fine. But also, I think they're just like, yeah, all right. Like, do they get emotional about you talking about them on stage or? No, no, they just, they're just like, yikes. Okay, yeah, not fair. my business. Yeah, yeah fair. I think they just. That's really. They really see it as like it'd be weird to go to your with your brother to work. So why would we watch you work? <laughs> okay, that's really mature. I like that. Yeah, they're very like. That's well. Why would we? You don't ask me about my like what? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, yeah. fair enough. What are our common interests? Honestly, it's food. It's always been food. It's food. We just. We all just talk about food all Cabbage the time. Cabbage ham. Cabbage and ham is my dad's two faves. No, um, we, my mom cooks. She's an amazing cook. And we all, we are a family of people who discuss what we're going to have at our next meal while eating the oh, one we're yeah. at. <sighs> the oh, Olga yeah. Cook special. This is true. It's all we do. Well, because it's, it's such a fantastic, apopolitical common ground. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Ah, uh, you know. It's not lost on me that that's why we do it. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What are we going to do? The woke karate did not go too far on this beat. <laughs> the nice thing about that is my family could not be more... There's not, never going to be a woke karate chat. It's like a left-leaning, socialist-leaning, yeah, um, very chill, like gender, non-conformist, cool house in terms of like their acceptance of other people. It's very gendered in its practice, but very inclusive in its thinking. But I would say... Um, we just might end up talking about religion and we don't want to do that. So okay. we talk about... Also, we are just obsessed with food. What's your... What's the specialty? What's the thing that what's you're What's the most family meal? What's the... What's I would the... just say that what... The thing about our family is it doesn't matter if it's breakfast, lunch or dinner, there will always be dessert. That is, I think, the thing that stands out. Oh, about I my love family. that as a bumper sticker. Yeah, there there will always <laughs> be dinner, dessert. There will always be dessert. Gen- genuinely, like we have, we'll have like a full fry, and people will be like, "So are there biscuits?" It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're like uh, so then we'll have lunch, um, and it will be again chocolate cake. You just got to have something at the end, There's or it doesn't feel it, done. Yeah, it's just not done. Um, and then dinner is like after dinner, it's like. Ice cream, a cake, maybe a box of chocolate. Like, it's like, there's always... I love that. Yeah, Why not? Yeah. It doesn't matter if there's lunch or dinner, there will always be dessert, is the new... Uh, what is it? If it's okay, if it's not okay, it's not the end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your family's main... What's your meal you associate most with your family? Well, my dad is an extremely stubborn person. We know this. And, like, he has a signature goose recipe. I think I've told you about the this. The signature goose? The signature goose. And at one time, I want to say about 15 years ago, he left the goose in too long and it went too dry. Oh, And my so gosh. instead of saying, sorry, guys, I forgot the goose is in there, he said, did it on purpose. That's how stubborn he is. <laughs> and then you'll have to eat the goose yeah. and pretend and the goose And he's been cooking good. it that way every year since. No, he's like, I make goose jerky now. Yeah, what yeah, 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 yeah. He'll, he'll, like, make a gravy to, like, moisten it. But it's like, it, it originated as him making He didn't even reel it back. He wasn't like, I was just trying something experimental. No, 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 no. no. He was like, that, this is, I actually, I actually, I, this is, I like it this way, actually. He's cartoonishly stubborn. You, oh, some right. of the things he'll say, you, because he's That's the type of person. so funny. I've repeatedly seen him. Again, it's like, it's not funny. It's not believable, but it's, this is how he is. He will be like, I bet, let's say, Hemingway was born in 
Paris. Again, I don't know where Hemingway was born, but he'll be like, I bet Hemingway was born in Paris. And then he'll look it up on Wikipedia. And let's say Hemingway was born in Boston. He's like, there, I told you it was Boston. <laughs> like, that's what? That's what he's like. That's incredible. He has no perception of reality. He's like, when time is passed, that time <laughs> is gone and no one can prove otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are yeah. you prove the it. memory police? Prove it. Prove it. Yeah, you're like, roll back the footage. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so funny oh my gosh we, you just made me realise that we once had an aunt come to stay for Christmas usually we do it as a five of us but that year we did six of us and it was so cool because she came from London and she brought me a um, one of those lamps you know with all the um, fibre optic Ooh. it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen it was also in my Westlife phase so I used to watch my West. we listened to Westlife and what on and my vibe oh, out to the lamp really <laughs> <laughs> genuinely yes flying without wings oh my god amazing but that year my mum made a goose and what she hadn't anticipated was that it takes like even not to overcook. Every like mum has to do hours. a goose year. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't anticipate it took seven hours and the aunt, well, is a drinker. And that's too long to wait for dinner without any soakage. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was a very drunken Christmas. But I was obviously a kid, so I just remember being like, these three are full. <laughs> Everyone is having the best day ever. <laughs> Does the goose take seven hours or have you just forgotten about the children? Like, y'all are fucked. Oh. Yeah, but no, we weren't a goose fam. I, I love say. it. Which um, which grand? Did you know all of your grandparents in your lifetime? No, um, I knew my mother's mother and I knew my dad's dad. But my um, mom's dad died when she was twenty. 21, 22. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Uh, indeed. Yeah. You, you remember? A common theme on this podcast, simply forgetting that people have died oh, yeah. two minutes after yeah, we yeah, were told yeah. it. And then, listen. Told you it was Boston. <laughs> you can <laughs> He's dead. I told you that. Come Prove on. Prove it. <laughs> yeah. And then um, my dad's mom died when he was eight. So I didn't meet either of them. But my... Um, my mom's mom died, I remember, at Millennium in 2000, so yeah. December 27th. Um, but she was a cool lady. She was um, a big cards player and wouldn't play with you unless you had cash. Which <gasps> oh, <laughs> it's so chic. It's so it's Charlie just saw her own future. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like, sometimes I really do get a flash forward. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Bear in mind she died when I was 12. So we were playing for the five previous years. She just desperately wanted to gamble with a child. From age seven, it was like, I'm not playing unless you got cash. And she didn't mind. If it, to be fair to her, she wouldn't mind if it was so much as a copper. But yeah, you penny. Have, but you, you have to have I, money on the table. You've unlocked for me a similar thing with my family. Yeah. Definitely playing for pennies, something. Yeah. You need Jeopardy. You need yeah. some Jeopardy or they couldn't enjoy it. She's not it. playing gin with some Yeah, she's not pretending like, with no, a no, 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 child. no. She's not doing it. She won't do it. She's not having it. Uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. And she also used to make an amazing apple pie. Sorry to be such a grandmother cliche. Yeah, amazing. And her favorite food, not just, I'd say treat, but food was a walnut whip. So all due <gasps> respect. Walnut whip? Oh, it's like a chocolate cone that's like um, filled with... It's like a marshmallow uh, aerated marshmallow. Fluff. Yes. And then on top is a... One, one, I suppose, noble walnut. Yeah. And you eat off the chocolate walnut. Um, and, and then, then you sort of eat the, the marshmallow bit and there's a bit of biscuit the at the bottom. Okay. Yeah, you do. That explains yeah. a lot about it you. It does, right? And then everyone's shocked. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I was She's so good at it. <laughs> She's so good at gambling and fucking women. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Meet my family. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, my granddad was, as you know, a widow. And he, whenever we would come, he wasn't a cook. So he would go to the only shop in town and buy a rotisserie chicken and a French baguette Ooh. and five dairy milk planes. Don't mind if we do. And we would. That sounds like a fantastic meal. It was honestly incredible. <laughs> the best, that sounds delicious. It was so that good. That sounds a very Ben Sutton coated meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. delicious. If a McDonald's isn't available. Absolutely no fear of fiber or veg. But yeah, he yeah. was like, yeah, a legend. And he, um, he, two things about my granddad. He used to eat. Okay, so he used to save up the big butter tubs. You know, he'd buy like yeah. a kilo of butter. He'd save the tub, reuse it as a bowl, put his cornflakes in it, put his milk in it, and then pour in tea. What? <laughs> Wait, what? What? Why drink tea and eat cereal at the same time if you could just do it all at once? What? Yeah. Oh, but the milk is is doing double duty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cereal tea, milk yeah. and tea milk. So yeah. really, you Ooh. just have tea and cereal. Yeah. If you consider milk to be an integral part of the tea. I agree. Yeah. And then the, cere the, the cereal then also sweetens the tea. I'm on board. Yeah, and it's like a hot <laughs> It was his breakfast. Mush. It was honestly one of the wildest things. I remember but what, being Did he like, not own bowls? <gasps> yeah, he did. He liked the like, volume. I think he liked the size of it. Exactly that. Exactly that. <laughs> he could put the lid on, shake it up. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that mad? And then men shouldn't be left alone. And, um, <laughs> and the other thing about my granddad is he had this unbelievable capacity my, my dad can now do it it's remarkable but my granddad was so fast with it because he was a dairy farmer um, 
I, I assume it had something to do with his farming as much as how his mind worked. But he, you could say like fourteenth uh, of March, nineteen eighty-eight, and he'd tell you what day of the week it was. No, that is a real no. skill that some people just can do. Yeah. That's no like question. My dad can do it too. It's unbelievable. But my granddad was like, as in, it didn't. There was no pause, and he was like, you know, eighty-nine, and it was no pause. My dad can do what? it. He can do it pretty quickly. Have you ever asked your dad how he does it? It's oh, not no, surely I guess not I memory. I should ask my parents questions. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just interested I because I, I feel like I watched a video. I, went, I read a book. I watched a TikTok of someone doing it, no, and then I was like, I want. I, I'm interested in how it must just. You know, like when people can like play music from ear. Yeah. Like in a way, it's sort of a magical power, but in another way, they ha- they are processing something in some He's way. He's definitely processing. There's a math to the seven on yeah. seven. Like, to, like if it was a Monday last year, then it has to be a blah yeah. next year, which means that on an even number. You hear the year, and you're like, is, is it a yeah. leap year? <laughs> he definitely is doing a uh, math logic. I just never, I guess, I never thought to ask my dad anything about him. So that's so cool. You yeah. could just infer. That's a good one. Yeah, Ben's been trying to get me to learn how to do a Rubik's cube. Oh, El- my girlfriend can do one. She and she could do it anyway, but then she watched um, the hacks on YouTube, and now she is much faster. You really can learn. There's like an but algorithm to it. Yeah, right? there's a math. Yeah, it is sure. interesting. You probably enjoy it, like the way you learn. You, you love like it. you put the first thing probably. in the place, and then there are different algorithms that you do. But at the same time, Imagine it's like you I karaoking and doing a oh the same come on, night. it's an act. Come on, that's so good. But Don't I just know in my <laughs> heart, I can't be bothered to learn how. And it's like I know I won't retain that information. I think that's the thing that stops me caring that much about it. That it's like I guess I could learn how to do it. And he's become quite whiplash about me learning. It's like become a real important thing to him that we both know how to do it. Look, Rubik's aesthetically, cube. it's not you. It's not me at all, For and I won't remember Getting it. really good at chess is you. We did a chess. We had a chess phase about two years ago. Queen's Gambit. I love yeah, that. Yeah. I, I, bought, I bought a chess book on Amazon, and I opened it, and the <laughs> opener said... Thank you for downloading this PDF. No, clearly Stop because it. Queen's Gambit became so popular. No, they're like, we gotta print this thing out. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I loved yeah. it when they released. Did you see that they released the Queen Queen a chessboard that was like Queen's Gambit the game? Wait, but it's not chess. Well, no, I didn't look chess. into it, but I think it's it just is chess. chess. That <laughs> is really no, that funny. Was, was, everyone Wait, was like, eh. that's really funny. I have to say, I'm, um, I'm more of a Tetris girl. My game is, um, I love Russian Tetris. representation. Thank you so much. I yeah. love Tetris. I play it uh, a lot. I got really addicted during lockdown, but I am, I still, like I had to stop for a while because I literally couldn't close my eyes without seeing the blocks. What? Do you have a favorite kind? Like the favorite app that does it? Or the favorite? Yeah, I do. I, okay. I play on my phone, which I love. There is a, there's a game that these are sometimes on airplanes um, and once flying to Australia and I have to make sure I don't do it this time. Um, they, I realized that they mark you on who's playing on the plane mm-hmm. and I became obsessed with who else might be playing and I was... You cannot do that for 24 hours. But here's the problem. I, I literally couldn't move my hands at the end. I was in so much pain. I completely got like locked That's nuts. Thumb. You're going to arrive insane. Oh. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I did. So I, I can't do it this time, but I am taking a direct flight to Perth so I can see how it might happen. Are you? How yeah. long's a direct flight? Uh, I don't... I Better have, than changing though. I, is it? Because then it? you do have to change from... Unless you were going to gonna stay in the change place for a couple of days. But if you were just going to get off one plane and onto another yeah. plane... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I not know, I excited. I, I, It's taken me three years to get over the last flight in order yeah. to be able to do it again. But I'm excited to go to Australia. I just don't want to be on the plane It's that long. so long. It's so far away. I didn't think I was claustrophobic until I got on a plane that long. And then I was like, oh, okay. I'm I I might kill to get out of this thing. Yeah, but, I mean um, you were gonna kill anyone who was gonna be better at Tetris than you. Oh my God, there will yeah, not be. There you you cannot. Anybody. You cannot Thank touch me, that this. Wasn't an issue, <laughs> and it won't be ever. Did you ever? Where did you go on? What did you do for school holidays? Where did you go? On, did you go on holidays? Were you around? Were you around Ireland? Were we you doing other things? We didn't go on a foreign holiday till yeah. I was thirteen. And where did you go? So all of them. We actually went to a quiet part of Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it was beautiful. Um, it was really, really, really amazing. And that's where I met my um, one and only pen pal, Rosie. But we always would holiday in Wexford, which is like the sunsi- sunshine, I guess, county. It's where all the strawberries are grown. Cute. And beautiful beaches. And we would eat a lot of crisp sandwiches in the car when it was sandy. And um, yeah, a lot of pictures of me being buried up to my neck by my dad. It's a classic, oh, your classic know. family holiday. And we spent a lot of time driving to Cork to see my granddad. Used to be, it's now like a two and a half hour drive because they fixed the roads. Thank you, Europe. And they, but it used to be like a five hour drive. But that's fine because it was 
always punctuated by a very specific. We knew where we stopped to eat every time. Fine, so you knew exactly oh, what the that route is, was going to be. There's such a romance and nostalgia to something. There like really that. is. We always stopped at the Black Kettle, and we always got the same stuff, and it was delicious. Aww. Yeah. Wow. Is it still there? Is the Black Kettle? Still oh, it's there? a great question. I don't know because I haven't taken that. I don't know if anybody would drive that route anymore. I'll find out. Please. It's a good question. I have a very Olga question to ask. Here we go. Did your widowed grandmother or widowed grandfather ever find love again? No. No. Now I'll tell you, it makes sense to me because, well, my granddad was an interesting one because he would have been young when she died, but I think it was inconceivable to him that he would ever love again. Um, I think she was a, a great love. Um, his brother moved in for a time, Dinny, and they lived together as bachelors Aww. for, yeah. Whereas my grandmother had married a much older man. I think there was 20 years between them. She had six kids and um, I think was just fucking knackered. Yeah. Like she yeah, was like, fair. I'm out, man. And so she um, <laughs> quite, I think, I'm not sure of the timeline of like who, what happened first, but I imagine it was around the same time. When he died, she like quit smoking, um, quit like drinking so much, quit I think cooking so much. She basically just like had a gorgeous time. She, just was, like, she was like, ah, she could I finally could just, breathe out and relax. Yeah, honestly, she could just chill and be. Um, and but she was a very glamorous woman. She always had full face, full lips, gold hoops, and did her curlers in the morning. Ugh. And like that's a Betty. Also, her name was Betty, even though her actual name was Annabelle. Yes, yes, Annabella. she is a Betty. Annabella, actually, it was like a cooler name. But everyone, as was the way in Ireland, all women were Mary or Betty over a certain age. That was like genuinely a thing. People Wild. just took a different name. Um, oh, it's yeah, cool though because she has like a secret cool name. It is. It is cool. But no, she didn't. And she, also, my grandfather, um, he was, I think he he was like in the army, but he basically was like army men retire at this age, even though they were incredibly poor. So my grandmother worked cleaning factories for years, having not worked, because um, she was like having the kids and raising the family. As soon as he retired, she had to work to support them. Oh, he wasn't like, I'm gonna do anything else. He was nope. like, I'm done now. Nope. And it was like, he wasn't that old. And I think, so she cool. had like quite a brutal life. So I think she was like, I'm, I'm done for men. Yeah, fair Me enough. Me and my walnut whips are good to go. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, I was going to say, sometimes being single is a blessing, but I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> I simply wouldn't know. In theory, I, I can imagine. I couldn't tell you. No, to be fair, nor I. <laughs> okay, uh, there was an allusion to a network of aunts and uncles. Oh, God, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean. I, Who's the best aunt or uncle? <laughs> now. We just want to know so about the best one. That's interesting because, okay, so you have to understand my dad has three siblings my mom has five so it's, that's like a lot of people to choose from coolest aunt I, I mean it had to be my aunt Marie she lived in London which was cool as hell what had taken her to London um I guess career and also she so she oh she was so cool she was like very um she had a very glamorous wedding when I was young um to a man from Iraq and she yeah, Baghdad, that's Iraq, right? Yeah. And Zuhair, and he was cool and charming, and they had a really oh. glamorous, like, um, sort of like, you know when you go to the, what's the word I'm looking for? You just have like a... Reception? Like an atheist wedding. What's the word I'm looking for? Like oh, ceremony? To, oh, yeah, like a civil ceremony. Thank you, a civil okay. ceremony. Jesus, I'm Irish. Such <laughs> <laughs> an ungodly one. An only ungodly one. My God. How ah, does the heathens wed? Oh, in a field, you know. You know, the, you know the, the pretend wedding. The pretend one. business wedding with no Jesus in. You know the one? My God, it's a shame. But they were there. They were, oh, she was gorgeous. <laughs> she was beautiful. But she wore this beautiful black and white polka dot dress. Oh, with a huge hat. Yes. yes. Yes, they were so cool. Um, sadly, he died fairly soon after as well. And um, she had to go to Iraq and do the month of mourning, which is a really wow. intense process. Um, and the first wife takes priority. So um, he'd been, he was a divorcee. But anyway, so it was a, she was, she yeah, was yeah. cool. And then she... Um, after that, like, left, took, like, a break from her cool job and, like, traveled and cycled across, like, deserts and was just, like, oh always, God, she still is, like, a real, like, she'll go to, like, wherever she wants to go, like, she goes traveling loads, um, and then she, like, 
got a cool boyfriend. They were always like taking me to museums. She was she was vegetarian for a time. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so you have like a little hint of someone who's like a little bit like out on their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sophisticated. Okay, all right, Marie. So yeah, she was my cool aunt where like awesome. I would drop in and she's be like, like textbook cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she also would do this thing of like arriving back and being like, Come on, all the girls are going out and like the aunts and the daughters would all go out. <gasps> and honestly, so <gasps> unused to girls' day outs or like even like time for themselves or our mothers that they'd be so awkward about it. Like we she'd just be like, We're just going to the cinema and like from a meal and they'd all be like <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, daughters. Uh, <laughs> I just be like, dude, chill. And they really, like, they were so, and she's just like, come on. And, but they were really How big a group is aunts and daughters? Oh, shitloads. To be fair, it was like a fucking school tour. Um, <laughs> I didn't make it through. Like, my mom and me, my, my sister, that's three. And then one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Oh, really big like, group. We're talking like over 10. Oh, that's okay. so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so yeah. cute. She was cool. But in that way that you could be when you're also like, and now I'm peace yeah, and yeah. I to have no kids yeah. of my own, bye. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's There's much to be said for it. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. And when we when I moved here, she like helped me get a job and we would go to yoga together. And now she like has sold her flat in London and moved to Yorkshire and has basically like a fucking fully grown, like self-sufficient farm, like garden. Uh, and uh, like her uh, boyfriend like makes focaccia and like, does all the cooking and like Mary like, yeah, please yeah, you know what I mean? uh, show me uh, your uh, way yeah so she just, another she's world is cool possible yeah. anytime I see you I learn about a better way to live that's so beautiful so that yeah. was my cool aunt everyone has a cool aunt right? everyone has a cool yeah. aunt who's the oldest person you've ever met from your family whoa like a great aunt I guess my granddad eventually when he died was he lived pretty old um, into his 90s but I used to have a great aunt called um, Mag who was one of the women that my granddad would go see or my granddad my dad would go see every week and I actually have her lemon meringue pie dish she was a great baker as well all the women are very good cooks in my family she used to make an amazing upside down pineapple uh, pudding fuck it was good ooh. but she had one of the most beautiful houses I'd ever seen in my life and a huge rose garden um, but she Mag was interesting because um she was like somebody I did for my history project in school, you know, and they're like, go interview an old person. And um, she just talked an awful lot about the women in the, um, I guess, in the 1916 um, rising in Ireland. And she was just cool. But she also, I'm not sure it wasn't entirely making some of the stuff up, but I also <laughs> respected that. Um, but she was a real feeder. And... Um, you know, one of those adults that's like, hello, here's an entire box of chocolates. Go watch the television. And <laughs> I'm sure there are other kids who'd be like, I want to stay here. But I was like, la, 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 la. It was yeah. heaven. I was Best like, no ever. one's going to check what I'm watching and I get to eat all of these quality yeah. streets. Peace out, Meg. Yeah. Um, so she was cool. And um, yeah. And she was my mom's dad's sister. I love a That's begrudging work. Yeah. <laughs> a begrudging yeah. respect between an elderly person and a child. We're yeah. like, we got nothing to offer each other, so let's just not. Genuinely, <laughs> genuinely. It was like, hey, I, love to be a I child like your fancy living person. room and you like me not being here. <laughs> and I did also that's the other thing is like she had a very formal house and I was a very formal child. Mm -hmm. So it like a young like, Sheldon. Honest, genuinely. Yeah. So like she would have actual doilies, you know, like oh, yeah, 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 I bet yeah, you yeah. love a doily. I fucking <laughs> oh, you love I love them and I loved them then. Even then it was like cause she'd have like beauty, you know, like she'd have gorgeous sofa arm covers and I just oh my god, the idea that I that I might not like I could just sit and clean oh, oh I love oh. fancy, fancy, fancy. <laughs> so dangerous but good real ornament vibe um, I loved it yeah this is the most Irish story I have about my family okay, which I'm like weird. okay great um, <laughs> so first thing to say is what I realised on the train in here was that like everything I think I know about my family is just that I think and I have it has become apparent to me that I haven't checked any of this, nor do I know any of it. And it's all speculative memory based on a story that my parents told me when definitely drunk. So with that said... That's not, exactly what this podcast is yeah. about. None <laughs> of this <laughs> may be true. And also I realized in talking to my siblings as adults that we often will have three versions of the same story for which none of us were present. So it's like, this is we're such unreliable narrators. Right. But here's a story that may or may not be true. Hell yeah. But it seems to be true, which is that... Um, and this, by the way, every Irish family will have, but I'm here first, I'm telling you mine. My granddad's from Kerry, family farm in Kerry. Uh, when he was a kid, 
one of his siblings, or him, but I think one of his siblings, were kidnapped. Um, now, this happens a lot. This happened a lot in Ireland, where uh, a child would be taken from the farm, and then the IRA would get in touch to be to say something equivalent to, hello, about 20 years ago, we hid guns on your farm. <sighs> we don't know where. You'll get your kid back when you find them. Shut oh up. That's goodness. amazing. What? That's such a good system. And it's a classic Irish tale. Like, you'll tell that to Irish people and they're all like, yeah, we all have farms. That is a good system because it's like, who's going to do the bulk of the work there? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't have to send your guys in. No, they're going to dig. They're going to find those guns. They're going to dig. They're going to find yeah. those guns. And they're going to look harder than anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't oh that my funny? Goodness. Wait, so and they, honestly, they find they, the gun. And also, they usually the family has an idea of it where they are because, in real terms, what they probably what probably happened was somebody showed up at the door with a gun pointed at them and said, yeah. "We'll be burying guns here." You'd walk. Oh, they remember them, that you know, happening. You know, there'd be some sense of like it's towards that part of the farm. And so, yeah, they found the guns. That's amazing. That's the guy was still. That's the greatest. And story it, I've ever I, I, well, obviously, if it was your grandpa, he was returned, and if it was another sibling, oh yeah, they were. So they were returned for sure, for sure. But yeah, but like that's quite a like gun. I mean, like even gun running. So my auntie Mike, who I was telling you about earlier, was saying that she, because she was a young girl during the period of um, like nineteen. 16 to 1921 when you would have had most of the Irish rebellion in terms of like actual violence um, against the British then they would have young girls run guns you'd be on your way to school and some guy would be like would literally walk up to you and be like I'm gonna put you something in your pocket and what the fuck are you gonna say oh my god okay and then you just walk your route to school but then at some other point on the route a man would be like I'm gonna put my hand in your pocket and then they take it out and that's like wait so that happened to your aunt yeah yeah yeah, so how involved can I ask and this is me being very ignorant but how involved were any of your family in not at all that's my point something like that that would happen yeah 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 not at all but young girls are just the easiest people to get to take your to run your guns because no one yeah no one would suspect there's a story in my family that it reminds me of that is, it must have been my a great-grandparent was cycling in Hartlepool to take her dad lunch at, I guess, like a steelworks or a shipbuilding place. They were things that happened along the front because he'd forgotten his lunch. So she was talking to him. And the bombardment of Hartlepool started happening, which was a, like, bombardment from the sea in the war. And she literally just turned her bike around and went home. She was like, nope. Holy She just, shit. like, saw these ships coming Dude in. Dude can do without a sandwich. Like, I'm going to leave lunch today. And, like, just went home. God. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Now let's just Imagine. very carefully replug. We did it at the beginning, but you have a tour beginning. Sorry. In yes. March. Third of March. I'm doing two weeks at the Soho Theater. So one that week starting the fourth. No, it's starting the fourth of March at Soho Theater, and then the next week from the 19th, I'm doing that week as well. Then I go to Melbourne Comedy Festival. Then I go to Sydney, and then I'm back here for the rest of the UK and Ireland tour. Um, on all the way through to October. So How exciting! Please come along. I'd love you that. gotta go. I've seen some Please. of it. Go. It's very funny. Otherwise, I'm just a woman screaming by myself into the dark, and that is so bleak. And plus, um, I could do that at home. If it's I'm true. coming all the way to Liverpool, it'd be just nice if there was someone there to witness it. I couldn't agree more. All right. And bring a walnut whip. Oh my god, please! I'd oh, actually yeah. fucking love if you brought me a walnut whip. I would be so. I'd be thrilled. <laughs> I'd be thrilled. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Family Jewels. Uh, I've been Charlie Dinkin. And I've been your best friend in the world, Olga Koch. It's true. Um, <laughs> if you want to contact us, you can find a way. DM us. DM us on Instagram. or uh, I like you making them work for it. Good for you. <laughs> you can find a way. This has been a Comedy Kerfuffle production produced by Andrew Wise. Yeah! Yay!